Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Hello, yes. You know? It, it's not the beginning of the year no. unless we have Something that breaks. technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I don't know what's going on. The intro will not play. You it, know what it is? Crazy. You know what it is? Because we're run by three gingers. Um, that's <laughs> what it is. It, it, it that's so so much. That means we should call upon the powers of all the cells that we no. collect and make it work, right? No, no, no. It's the, it's the, it's the vortex of... Uh, of just the, that, that soullessness that happens when you get so many gingers in one area that it's just like, it's just bad. It's just boy. It's like a, it's, it's worse than a black hole, a black hole. No, are you saying worse. I'm a black hole? No, no, you're worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's worse. I think I yeah. need to go back and read the manual. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. Well, for those of you out there that did not hear the intro because for some reason it didn't work because I don't, the studio is broken. Things are things are broken. Yes, because we things have are gingers. broken. Things are crazy. And with that said, welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio, the show where things will go on. Where where yeah, stuff is broken and Joe is dying. Yeah, Joe's because Joe's he decided dead. to go to the dentist, and and no one goes to the dentist and survives. He's missing half of his lower jaw now. I yeah, think something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and Firebird, as always, is off in the distant land of St. Louis. Yes. Magical in distance. <laughs> Where it is, uh. Not freezing. <laughs> and oh, not, not freezing. <laughs> she is actually at the top, like sitting on top of the St. Louis Arch. I am. Yeah. Okay. That's where she's always, that's where she goes every time. On top of the St. Louis Arch. On top of the St. Louis Arch. Why? With all the electronics we have nowadays, I can broadcast from anywhere. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So, with that said. Because there's so much stuff to do, so, so many so things who, to who say. Who are you? Who are you again? I'm Revan. Yeah, this is uh, Lord Flagoon. Oh yes. Yeah. I'll yeah. bow before Lord. We, we gotta, he we gotta do that introduction battle. thing, you know. I, I keep uh, forgetting to do that. Make sure people know who we are. And well, uh, we produce Firebird. Yeah, Firebird's already been established. And, and Chris, the intern, is trying to ding us. Oh, okay. But he, he, yeah. of, like a Mario Kling ding. So what a show I'm have we... I'm throwing stuff everywhere. What a show have we got for you today. Yes. Holy You can smoke. go over that. Uh, we have actually got people live in, uh, in in studio, right, or in the store right now, which is Epic Puzzles and Games, located in West Valley City, uh, just uh, just staring at me like I'm trying to... Like I'm showing them a card. I should probably turn up their mic. Yeah, I should probably turn them up so we can oh, actually yeah, talk to them. And are the mics Like you're crazy. <laughs> I believe mine is on. I'm All right. Yes. Yes, they are. So, so we we probably want to take the the gumdrop off because that makes it so you actually have to talk to right into it. Right. Yeah. Since there are two of you, it, it's probably best that we take that off. That the the last person who used that mic only looked slightly plague ridden. Oh. So I think you should be safe. All right. You yes. Touch it, so I'm good. Right yeah. On that one. Yeah. Yes. Great. Let's play ball. Oh, okay. Is my mic? Is that why you're saying plague ridden? Yes. <laughs> it oh, is okay. Your mic. It looks like Chris the intern is is, is Chris returned. lives. Where's my coffee? You're not getting coffee. So, so I told you that. Ah, uh, cappuccino. Now our guest is wanting coffee. So, hey, our guest so wants you, coffee too. So where are you? Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I'm not even in the same area. I found a new cave. 
A new game. Oh, okay. Yeah, Christy intern. Yes. Uh, for those who don't know him, he's like a, a really <laughs> bad <laughs> intern. He does not know how to get like things. Terrible intern. You ask him for a coffee, and he says no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got the right guy. Yeah. 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 Ask yeah. him, hey, can you get this for me? He says Pull no. Away. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent choice. Yes. So That's why I still have my job. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we're applying the electrodes uh, in the right space places, <laughs> or we're we're not using the right amperage. That's my that's what that's my theory. Yeah, it's one of those deals. He's been fired a lot of times already. Just keeps coming back. Yeah, kind of yeah, really yeah. He, he fires him almost every space. week. Yeah, he's yeah, like he's the guy. He's like that guy on Office Space. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has not that's threatened to put strychnine in the guacamole yet. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. So. For those of you out there that are listening right now, we have the people that are in charge of creating the upcoming fantasy movie Mythica, which uh, has a pretty cool premise. So, you know, introduce your guy yourselves, and then what, how you're connected to the, the movie, and then uh, we'll we let can the jump guy into that. that actually is involved with. It. I was oh, say, the guy that's it. actually in it. Yeah. We're yeah, not, so, we're not uh, very creative. No? Okay. <laughs> we're just lowly actors. We don't know what we're doing. We show up, read the words on the page, misspellings and all. Clowns. Just hey, clowns. clowns. Put on our outfits. That's it. That is true. Run around with so, the swords. Uh, my, my name is Kynan Griffin, and I'm the uh, writer and producer of uh, Mythica, which is, a, as you said, a new fantasy series, which we're currently shooting here in Utah. And with me, I've brought along these two, who are Adam Johnson. Hello. And Jake Stormone. How's it going? And they play two of our lead characters in the film. Uh, Adam plays Thane, who's a, a noble warrior. And uh, Jake plays Dagon, who's a, a lowly half-elf thief. So A less than noble warrior. Dude, I think you've got the best part. Half-elf thief? Thieves are awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you yeah. getting a half-elf rogue? This is yeah. where the party's at. You steal yeah. stuff and you stab people in the back. Hey, go for yeah. it. You can't go wrong. He's right. definitely our favorite character to write. So. <laughs> yeah, noble. What am I going to do with noble? Um, stab him in the back and take his stuff. Holier than everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I do, I do stare down a Dagon a lot. That's true. That's, our, nice. that's who we have, Dagon. It's a yeah. All right. That's true. Yes, I play. There's a lot of staring. Yeah. A staring contest involved with this one was very action-packed. Tons of staring. So, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> ignoring what they have to say. It is a, in the creative uh, process. It's <laughs> a fantasy adventure series. Um, okay. It's a series of five films planned. Uh, oh, wow. We're shooting the third one currently. Um, and it, it follows the adventures of uh, Merrick. She is a necromancer by birth. Uh, she's a slave girl who puts together a team of adventurers and they basically go on adventures to save the world, um, very much inspired by the role-playing games we all enjoy, uh, Dungeons & Dragons, yeah. World of Warcraft. Um, so we try to replicate that same experience on film, and that's, uh, that's what brought us to Mythica. Wow. Good. Cheers. Okay, so Cheers. we have a female lead. Not only that she's a he necromancer. You, no, no, I, my, oh, I'm not no, pointing. Oh, oh, no, that's no. Okay. yeah, All not right. pointing to you. All right. got a female lead <laughs> that's a necromancer. Yeah. On top of that. Yeah. Right. So her struggle is basically she's, she's really trying cute. to be good, but she's filled with this evil power. Okay. And tempted to use it all the time to save her friends, and it basically always leads to corruption and bad things. Backfires all the time. Like a normal girl. Yeah. 
<laughs> Always trying to destroy their Every, friends. Everybody can one. find parallels in these Very films. much. Absolutely. Yeah. Life lesson. So when she goes to school, the other girls that are annoying her, she just raises the dead. Right. Zombies right. attack. Right. the life Dude. out of them. Yeah. But she doesn't really want to do this. I no mean, girl does. She says yeah. no. I yeah. Don't, uh, no, no, she doesn't. Yeah, it's it's initially involuntary, but you know, as she uses the power, and it corrupts her a little bit, and she gets a taste for it, it's harder and harder not to use it, especially when her friends are in peril, which they constantly are, given the nature of the yeah. adventuring they go on. Okay. So. And being noble. And, it, a noble and a thief. Yeah, yeah I, the thief's probably causing problems. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm cleaning up the thief. I'm here to, I'm here to make the... it fun. I'm here to make awesome. it fun. So, what inspired you to to kind of create this movie series? Because this is kind of a bold thing to do, especially five movies. Yeah, well, we've made a lot of uh, fantasy content in the past, um, and uh, we've had some success with it. But Jason Fowler, uh, my partner at Aerostorm Entertainment, he and I, you know, we enjoy playing games mm-hmm. a lot, and we say to ourselves, why has this experience not really being recreated. Why are we not seeing more films about young adventurers putting together a team and going on quests for fortune and glory? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the common gaming experience of millions of people around the world. That's their most common fantasy interaction. Um, and so that was our, our initial kind of uh, impetus to get the story done. And, uh, you know, it kind of developed from there, and we try to include as many kind of gaming uh, experiences in there, like healing people on the fly, um, stuff like that, you know. Well, I mean, absolutely, You've, uh, and that's what's kind of cool about it, I think, um, getting to play a, a half-elf rogue is, and, and being somebody who plays WoW and D&D and all the rest of it, is you do, you've got Adam, who's the tank, basically, mm-hmm. and then you've got um, another actress who's, who's playing the healer, mm-hmm. and you've got a couple DPS, yeah. right? So it's, you have the whole party, and, uh, and they, they do. They get adventures and quests from kind of a central hub, a, a, a tavern, and, and that sort of thing. And it sounds, it sounds so familiar to us in, in what we do as gamers, yeah. but then it's really well-written in, in how it comes out on screen. Nice. Um, and hopefully it takes everybody along for the ride. I think it's, it's been fun shooting it for sure. Now, is this something that's going to the big screen, or is it more like it's going straight to DVD? There's I mean, a lot of big screens out there. These there days. are. <laughs> yeah. Costco has All several. 100 yes. inches of it these yeah. days. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be on a lot of 100-inch screens. Nice. Um, yeah. To we, a neighbor um, near you. To a neighbor near you. We distribute our films uh, worldwide, mainly in TV and DVD markets. Okay. So. Um, our hope here is that um, we can play on TV here in the U.S. and then uh, DVD worldwide. So it's uh, yeah. yeah it's, if you it's, ask the actors, we're like, yeah, we're going to be in. The, oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two hundred thousand screens nationwide. You know, I mean, it's tough, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're pushing for that. Yeah. The, the way it's sure. been written, it's very serialized. Yeah. Um, and so it's uh, it's a series of small adventures, which kind of form an overarching story um and so it's made to be watched on tv like you consume other series like that nice no when you were originally uh, coming up with this did you did you just want it to be movies or did you have the uh, the idea of like making it into a, an actual like series uh we approached it 
from both directions. So most of our um, markets, they like film. And so we've approached it that it's five films. But a couple of markets, particularly the U.S., um, have a stronger TV um, sales venues. And so we've, we've tailored the series so that it can be watched as, you know, ten episodes mm-hmm. or five movies. Um, we've kind of tried to hit the midpoints of the stories really strong. Um, so, yeah, it, it can be enjoyed in, in both venues, ideally. Nice. All right. I mean, this sounds... Definitely like something we'd enjoy. I'm sure everyone else would, too. Uh, I'd say movie night. Movie night? Yeah. That's what I'd like to hear. Uh, see, besides movie night, it's like these guys get to dress up in armor with swords strapped to their hips. And, uh, I mean, well, you get to pickpocket people and cause I've, all sorts yeah, of mischief. I've got, uh, uh, some cool blades. Yeah. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty stoked about Dagan's character. Yeah, I, um, I'm the sword guy. Yeah, Adam is our, our you know, sword and board. Our uh, sword and shield, and then I've got two daggers and a bow. So it's uh, very, very typical of, of Elvish uh, fighting tactics. Nice. So are, are these, like, bow. I've never heard of that. I know, no, right? No, no, I'm no. I'm breaking molds left and right. What can I yeah. say? Now are these like straight daggers, or do we have curved daggers? I mean, are, oh, we've got to have something cool. nice. Cool. Let, Let me tell jealous, you, my actually. friend. Yeah, no, they're they are awesome. Thane's a little jealous of the way. <laughs> Thane's a little jealous. <laughs> 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 I got a tiny little dagger. I got a cool big sword. That's great. Great for slicing people. And then a tiny little dagger. Then then. Dig and struts in with you. Sweet. Yeah, I got right in the back. I've got one, yeah, strapped uh, to my back that I pull down in my right hand, and then one on my left hip. So I got kind of a an offensive and a defensive. Nice. When it gets into melee range, yeah, it's, uh, and they are their curved Elvis daggers. It's it's good fun. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm liking this. We yeah, we yeah. try to keep like the character setup totally stereotypical, so it's instantly recognizable, and then let the characters live and breathe within that stereotype where um, we can see what real interaction between these stereotypes looks and feels like. Um, and I think the actors have all done a really great job of bringing life Stop it. to their characters. <laughs> um, you know, they, really, they all really live their characters on screen, and it's a lot of fun to see them interact and um, bring it all to life. So right. we're super excited about how things are going, and we're confident that you know gaming fans especially are going to love what we produce in the end. Nice. Hope so. Yeah. so you guys, go ahead. Do you guys find yourself playing the characters that you guys are casted for, or did you guys play those characters before you were casted? Go ahead, Adam. Oh, man, that's a you know you know what's funny is because Kynan says he gets, he allows us to a little bit of freedom. That's not one hundred percent true. <laughs> I except for me because I yeah, he always here. tells me uh, the, the director Ann Black. She's always telling me no jokes. I don't want you making any jokes on set. I don't want you making other people laugh. You're the serious guy. And he's a natural comedian. We've kind of cast him against type. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah. that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. No. It's it's been really fun, but it's been hard. Watching Jake here because Jake's very charming and fun. He has lots of great stuff on camera, and so I'm always jealous. I'm like, oh man, I could go in there and say a joke. My written jokes are always like very kind of just crude and and, and, and <laughs> scoundrel like, uh, which is actually it's exactly. good fun to I'm do. Jealous. But yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. I know, I know. It's good stuff. So so that's that's been a challenge for me. Uh-huh. That's, I find it really hard because like. To be able to, like your question was, do I play what I normally play? Yeah. It was very different, but it's it's kind of fun to 
uh, I totally understand the concept of a straight man and then the comedian, so that's an important part yeah. to make J- Jake's character. Yeah. But uh, what's your wow character? That's oh, that's what we go. really want to know, Adam. Oh, my, yeah. my wow character? I got a, I have a wow character. A little bit, he's got some cobwebs on him. His name's <laughs> oh, Mel. No. Adam, know, Adam needs know, a scroll of resurrection if anybody has one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a little nephew suckered me into playing a wow. Don't act. I'm, I'm wearing a Warcraft I'm belt right now, so I can't even. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> I'm jealous. I, I, it's funny, actually. When I, and I was telling Kynan this on the, on the drive here. When I um, initially got the audition, I read it, and I went, oh, my God. This is exactly what I played in D&D. It was a half-elf rogue. I was like, i got to play this part. <laughs> um, and... And I, as a, as a self-proclaimed geek, I'm huge into, you know, I used to fence, and I, I love archery and all the rest of it. So the more I read, I was like, this is great. Um, and it was about a month and a half audition process. But uh, by the end of it, I, I, this is definitely not something I've played on screen before, but it's very much what I've played on tabletop or, uh, or on, you know, PC gaming and things like that. So it's really fun to be able to kind of live and breathe that for a geek. <laughs> he kept sending us videos of like, this is me shooting arrows. This yeah, is me throwing axes. Okay, okay. This is me fair. riding a horse. No, 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 Please no, no, no. give me the part. I'm cut you off there. To be fair, you asked for those videos because I said, oh yeah, you know, I noticed he, you know, he's an archer and he does this and that. And I, you know, I, I've done this stuff. And they said, well, we'll prove it. Yes. <laughs> so I had to send in all this footage and photographs oh, of nice. archery and fencing. Should have capped that off with, this is me making a video of me doing other things. Exactly, right, exactly, yeah. So, I mean, is it really cool because you've been in that place where you've played this type of character on the table to now actually be making a living playing that character in a movie? Oh, oh it's a blast. I mean, Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah, because yeah. I, I was... My character is a, is a level 37 human paladin. <laughs> 37. 37. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. I mean, it was. Stop I mean, that's before I went all the way up to 90. <laughs> yeah, good save. <laughs> quick jump. It only took a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's been, it's been really fun. So, so level 90 paladin. Yeah, level 90 paladin. <laughs> so pretty much dragons walk up to you, you sneeze on it, and it drops yeah. down. Adam's okay. a great actor and a terrible liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, most paladins are. Oh, see, I started as a human pally before I got roped into being horde, so I, yeah. I can't hate on the pallies. Okay. All right. Well, in Warcraft, they don't really I, speak I just, that much. I sucked a horde. I couldn't, I couldn't do alliance on my server. Okay, everybody hates on alliance. Yeah, we got you, need to, you need to settle down. Uh, it, it, uh, uh, this was also like over five years ago, so... People just oh, hate gosh. on alliance. When it comes to PG, we're over five years behind the curve. Is what he said. Right now. Speak for yourself, man. I'm on top of this. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> so, you guys are just starting the filming process, correct? Um, no, we've oh. filmed. Uh, we've shot two of the films already, and we're starting on the third one now. The first two are in post production right now. Okay. They're busy being edited. Um, so we'll have a, a trailer out for the first one uh, pretty soon here. Nice. Um, and hopefully have it ready. Uh, for market come uh, probably about June, July. Oh, wow, that's pretty quick. Um, yeah, and so, uh, you know, we've, we've made a lot of, uh, as I say, fantasy content in the past, but this is something different. This is, uh, I think, our, our biggest and our, our favorite project thus far. Nice. And, uh, yeah, if you go to our website, arrowstormentertainment.com, you can check out some of our past trailers, some of the work we've done. Mm-hmm. We made a lot of movies with orcs in them. We're, uh, yeah, we saw that, it, we saw that at Comic-Con. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to 
trying to keep a, ahead of Peter Jackson. Uh, he keeps making more Orc movies, so we keep making more Orc movies. <laughs> we answer, every one he does, we will answer with two more. That's right. All right. Yeah, we <laughs> came on, Peter Jackson. I, I think we're ahead. I'm oh, not yeah? sure. Oh. He's at five, and I think we're on... I think we'll be shooting number six right now, and, and he's coming out with six, but, well, you know. Six, yeah, it's we'll, almost We'll see. Yeah. Okay. So, we got orcs. So... We've got orcs. We've got half-elves. We've got half-elves. We've got paladins. Ogres. 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 Hellhounds. Ha- or even better. Got the hellhounds. Hellhounds. And, and with the main character still. being a necromancer, I'm going to assume that there's some semblance of undead. There are undead in this movie. Nice. Um, yeah, so yeah. We, we have uh, the, the main bad guy in the movie, Zorlock, is a, is, a, is a famed necromancer who's trying to reunite the heart of a lich king, which has been separated into four kind of petrified shards. And if he can reunite those four shards and stick them into himself, he'll become a new lich king reborn and kind of rule the world with undead. So Arthas, I think we all know how that one ends. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Lick King. Oh, Lick, Lick King. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Gosh, I'm, I, I, I'm sold. I'm an idiot. Yeah, no, this is this sounds great. And now this arcs over all five movies. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so I get five, four or five shards that you said. Uh, it's uh, five, uh, five, four shards four. he's trying to put together. Okay. So, at the end of of uh, of the first two movies we've shot the shot thus far, he has two of the shards. Okay. And, Kind of each movie is about one of the shards. And then one of those, yeah. shards under his belt. He's yeah. there, he's you can probably project the trajectory yeah. from there. So that's so true. When you when you say it out loud like that, we're we're basically the worst band of heroes yeah. ever because yeah. he's doing just fine <laughs> collecting these shards. You're busy seducing women. I know. I'm, I'm busy things. just yeah, surrounded by you know women. Well, you know. This is a this is a shot. series about failure. Yes, and, <laughs> and overcoming that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, that's okay because at the end we know you have to succeed. Otherwise, wow, why were we watching all five that's movies? Oh, I, I don't know yeah. with the with the present trend of most movies and shows now. That is true. The bad guys are winning more than. Uh, that is true. Tell George R. R. Martin that the good guys have to win. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's making me sad. Well, if you kill Terry, and I swear. Yeah. <laughs> Then if the bad guys lose, then it's a whole new series of sh- of movies and shows. That's true. That is true. I don't know. I've I've seen many a good shows or in books happen after the good guy loses. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. There You'll are. just yeah. have to watch and see. Nice, yeah. Adam. Yeah, watch right. and see. Very nice. So, so oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. No, our, uh, go. Was there a like before you guys started uh, filming? Was there was there kind of like a uh, martial arts training or just a, a fight training? Uh, um. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had movie night. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we had uh, one bowl of popcorn. It was a real struggle to get some popcorn. Yes. That, that uh, we were, we did, I can't tell you how many pillow fights there were that oh night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, Shirts came was, off. Guys only. <laughs> uh, no, we, yeah, we, we met with a fight coordinator. Yep. We had our yep. roll pads out. We practiced our swords uh, wow. between the swords at one another. Yep, yep. Um, we ended up jumping off the large... Well, did we jump off a roof? Did we jump we off did, roof yeah. Um, that, was it first or second day of stunt training? Yeah, you raised your eyebrows like we're not well, supposed to say know, this. Kind of, well, I don't know. <laughs> kind of, don't listen, kind of. Agents are listening right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, ended up having fun, and we did stunt training and fight training, like Adam yeah. said, and then we, we brought the, the massive stunt mat uh, around the side of the the house of the building and jumped off balconies and roofs to yeah. 
The hardest part was, was helping uh, Nicola learn how to take a roll. Oh, my gosh. She's our healer. She's our priestess healer. She's ah. from London. She's a doll. Not much of a roller. Okay. <laughs> but she looks great. I think what we shot so far looks awesome, doesn't it? Yep. <laughs> like, yep. yep. No, but she, she really got into it in the end. She did. So. She is. She's, she's intense, man. It's good. And she Mel- went for it. And Melanie, too. Melanie's, Melanie's like a full-on yeah. stunt woman. Yeah. yeah. Me- she's like- Melanie, who plays Merrick, uh, our lead girl, she's, um, she's done a lot of work with, uh, with our stunt coordinator mm-hmm. in the past. So she's... She's pretty agile. Yeah, she's hardcore, man. I was impressed. And I've um, been selfishly very happy to do my own stunts. Uh, kind has been very, yeah. very nice to let me in. As, yeah, most uh, of the stunts entail laying down in a bed with a bunch uh, of women. Okay. Senior <laughs> uh, stunts, pal. Listen, buddy. Watching from the corner, smashing, <laughs> crushing my cup in my hand. <laughs> in anger. Uh, other than those stunts, uh, jumping out of the, the tower window, I think, was, was my favorite stunt. That so was awesome. nice. That was really fun. Uh, n- naked jumping out of the tower uh, window. Running from the bed of a woman. <laughs> I like, I like no to give scruples. selective details. <laughs> Actually, in the end, he wasn't naked. He yeah. has pants on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, just barely. He so, gets them on and then goes out the window. What are some let's, really let's <laughs> memorable moments with you know, with filming? You know, whether they're just a huge flop where something didn't work properly or something was amazing. Oh, I mean, what is something you guys have done? Cloaks, man. Cloaks. Oh, my god! It's great. Yeah, like, uh, I, I wear, I don't know, we got to have to weigh it, but I think I wear about, I wear between 80 and 90 pounds of wardrobe. You're the wow. tank, man. You I'm the to. tank. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I got, yeah, day one. Day one, we went, how high were we, kind of? How high did we go up with day one? So like uh, we were like 8,000 feet. Oh, 8, oh, wow. feet. <laughs> I had just come from California, from Los Angeles, yep. like, bare, barely before. We went up and I put all this stuff on, were and there's a scene we're running, we're running out of the trees from a hellhound, <laughs> and, and then the ogre. clearing, right? Oh, well, and then no, into oh, a, dragon. They, a dragon. They, they run yeah. from the hellhound into a clearing and are attacked by a dragon. Yeah. I'm and wearing my do. backpack and ah, my shield, and I run out, drop my knees, and I'm panting, and then. Mara comes out of the trees and she sees a dragon, so she turns around to run back towards the trees. I have to get up, chase her down, <laughs> throw her over my shoulder, and then run back towards the other clearing. So, <laughs> so at this point, Adam is wearing chain mail, like 12 dead animals, um, yeah. his shield, his shield, a backpack, and an actress. Oh my gosh! And, and I'm my, my been living in LA. Feet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my yeah. boots are basically got they're slickers. They're basically like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, none of us have any traction. No traction. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to run. She turns around. I have to run, chase her down. But she's, she's supposed to be, like, limping, but she's, like, sprinting. I'm behind her. I'm like, stop running, you idiot. Stop running. So I grab her. I have to stop and catch her. I throw her over my shoulder. And, of course, her, her uh, cape covers my eyes. And I'm running blindly <laughs> the other direction. I'm like, okay, Adam, that didn't work. Do it again. Oh, my, oh my gosh. They're quick, quick back to one. I'm on all fours, literally, <laughs> sucking wind. They're quick back to one, hurry. And I'm like, can't see. <laughs> 8,000 feet, day huh? One. Wow. Yeah, day one. That's amazing. That yeah, kind of started the trend. It snowed that day. Um, this was, and it shouldn't have been snowing. This was uh, October. Yeah. Yeah, and, we got it early. Uh, it, <laughs> it, pretty, it pretty much snowed everywhere we went. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, were, we were down filming in Mona in December. Yeah, okay. It dropped to minus 13. Nice. Oh. Uh, that was a good night. Oh. And then the one place it wasn't snowing, Kynan, uh, <laughs> 
I had to go swim in the water. Oh, yay, so, for you. Hey, okay, there's no snow, but let's jump into the lake in winter. Yes, that's a good uh, idea. I had to free some prisoners and, like, talk to them. And by the end of it, I was like, I'm here to free you. I was like, well, we're going to have to ADR all of real bashful. Yeah. In my, in my defense, I got in the water, too. So oh, for 30 seconds. Come on. So let's not get what carried away. It was, it was really nice. Yeah. It was St. George. It was like okay. 75 You're degrees. Right, it was your, a good time. Your strength gives me strength. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> leader. He's so brave. Yeah, look at the bright side. You weren't in Antarctica and you weren't in your underwear. That's true. Unfortunately, he's had to do that. Oh, and they're done geez. that. Didn't yeah. get a t-shirt because they don't sell t-shirts. <laughs> oh. Ow. Who needs a t-shirt in Antarctica? Yeah. Yeah. You have that badge of courage. Well, I got a plaque. Oh, okay. You, you go. got a plaque. He didn't get a plaque. Yeah. Yeah, where's your plaque? Yeah. I think I got a pat on the back. No, 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 maybe not even. You got that. somebody yelling at you back to one. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, put him back to one. Hurry up. The Hurry sun's back going to down. One. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's like a motivator. They've got motivators. It's always an adventure on oh, the mythic So do you find it re- really good to be able to film in Utah? Because we have pretty much almost every t- possible landscape you could it's want. It's amazing. Yeah, it actually yeah. Really is incredible. Yeah, we've uh, we've gone to some fun places. Um, the more remote the place, and the more extreme the weather, mm-hmm. the better it looks. And so that's why we've been in some some fun and fun and miserable miserable places for this whole shoot. Nice. Yeah. I, when I was stripped down to my shirt, you guys ripped my shirt down to my belly button, <laughs> threw me in a cage. Hanging in the wind. It was snowing. That was a real peach. <laughs> oh. I had to sit there and try to stop shaking when the camera rolled. I, I went home, uh, I guess we all did, over the, over the holidays, and I showed my family some pictures from set and things like that. And they said, oh, my gosh, that snow looks so real. <laughs> yeah, it felt really real. So when you watch these, you know that... You guys are suffering from your, for your right. art. That we, uh, we went full Monty on this. Yeah. Wow. That, that's uh, hypothermia, amazing. just for a thanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we, you want to grab the first one? Yeah, we are uh, talking with uh, the uh, wonderful people of Mythica, talking about their uh, next, or it's a show, movie called Mythica. Talking with some of the people. Uh, if you have any questions for them or you'd like to talk to them, give us a call at 66-226-1475. And uh, while I'm talking about other things, let's talk about Audible. Do you like getting free stuff? I know I do. Well, yeah, we know you do. Dungeon Crawlers Radio has teamed up with Audible to bring you this amazing deal. Sign up for a free 30-day trial with Audible.com, and you receive a free audiobook of your choosing from thousands of titles. All you need to do is simply go to our website, DungeonCrawlersRadio.com, click on the Audible link, and sign up for your free 30-day trial with Audible and select your free audiobook. You can cancel at any time. By doing this, Audible will help us continue to bring you the quality show you've come to love and expect. Look at you. I've done that. Did that. I got, I got, I got a free book. Twice. Oh, the, it, it's, such, it's so awesome. It's great. I love it. I got a free Steve Martin like little short story. It was great. Oh, was it uh, Pure Drivel? Uh... He didn't yeah. actually read it. Yeah. He can't actually read. That's the joy of Audible, because they read it for you. And yeah. I know, I know was like, like, uh, Steve Martin did do a book called Pure Drivel, and he, yeah. he did the reading for it. Hilarious. 
This one was a it was a, a story. This was a short story about a guy who broke up a girl broke up with him, and he's like trying to win her back. And he's sending her uh, sending her uh, letters. Yeah, and he like yeah, drops her stuff off. Is that what it was? That's from Pure Devil. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Love yeah. Steve. Martin. There's there's another one where it's a uh, uh, the I Love Lucy deleted episode, and it's it's um. about uh, Lucy trying to catch uh, Ricky cheating on her. <laughs> oh wow! I didn't see that episode. Because <laughs> it was deleted. <laughs> so, well, yeah, it, it's just it, it's just a chapter called "I Love Lucy." I love it, and, yeah. and then it, it it ends off with a word from the words used to make the book. Wow! Yes, good book, good book. One of my well, first, one of my first audibles. Yeah. All right. Well, we uh, I'm sold on this series. It sounds amazing. I mean, and you guys are just seem like you're living the dream. Just you know. We loved gaming at the table, and to be able to do that, kind of go that next step, is just amazing. Oh, it's a blast. And it it's sounds like it's fun, it. even when you're jumping into ice cold, freezing water, standing, you know, bare-chested to the, down to the waist in a cage in the snow. Yeah, but when we're almost dying on the ground, like, we're going to have awesome stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you, uh, did you bring any little bits or pieces or part of the character from your, your D&D uh, Experiences? Experiences or your, your D&D characters oh, he's to gone. this character? Oh, um, I'm going to lose points now. I, <laughs> I played D&D when I was younger, and then I played it again recently, but uh, more as a warrior recently than a, than a rogue. But I always was truly a half-elf rogue, like that exact thing. So it was, it was really fun to, um, to play half-elf thief in this. Um, I did like a lot of gymnastics and parkour and things like that when I was younger um, because I liked roguish characters like that was the inspiration for that same as fencing and that sort of thing so I think all of those kind of culminated into this into Dagon into this character um, and it is fun to even if I, I don't currently play a rogue and mm-hmm. things like that um, to come from that background and it almost makes me nostalgic to those D&D days living it out now if that makes yeah. sense which is really fun uh, and getting the pointed ears every morning and you know the leather armor and things like that and the daggers and the bow and um and having that kind of very ninja fighting style and stuff mm-hmm. too it's very cool yeah good fun looking at look yourself in the in the mirror and then your inner 14 year old goes hell yeah my 25 year old goes hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely that's awesome freaking sweet dude <laughs> i need an action figure that's that's what your it should be. I, I need, need an, an action, action figure. Yeah. Of I, I don't know if you're listening to this, but I support it 100. percent I'm yes. sure Adam does. Yeah, I've got some. Yeah, we'll, models of... we'll look into it. We uh, we like to do uh, after we after we're ready to release the film, we like to do uh, Kickstarter campaigns. Oh, nice. Um, to give our fans the first chance to to get it before mm-hmm. it goes out anywhere else in the world, and uh, I think we'll we'll try to put some interesting. Little items up there. Um, yeah. yeah, we, we got a lot of a lot of fun props. Yeah, yeah. I want uh, a Dagon like that. mini. That's what I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, now that you say that, there is actually a, a guy I know that he actually can do a scan of you and make you into a miniature. You listening to this kind of? Where That's awesome. Where is this? Where is uh, this magic man? A friend of ours down in Provo. What? what mimic is miniature. Yeah. So all yeah, it's a uh, mimic miniature. So. I'll, I'll get him in touch with you guys. You just you're in your armor with your weapons. He just you just stand there. He does a scan and he's That's got a 3D awesome. printer and he can make you into a miniature. That's pretty 
Can he make a life-size one? I want a life-size one. <laughs> um, I, I want a cardboard cutout of yeah, himself. Just like a hundred of them. Okay. Yeah. I, I will have to contact Brett. And kind of expensive. I'm sure he would do it for free. A, oh, a full, there you go, a full, a full size? Yeah. Well, not a full size. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Of yeah. It's on air. Yeah. It's been recorded. But, <laughs> but at least a miniature. I think, I think we could talk him into doing it. Maybe. I mean, he did it for Kevin Sorbo. He could do it for these guys. True. Speaking of, you know, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Speaking of Kevin Sobo, yeah. he uh, he plays uh, Gojin Pai, the uh, kind of the the mystic mentor uh, to Merrick in the show. So nice. uh, yeah, we've had Kevin out uh, in December in the freezing cold in the forest, and uh, he's coming back in February uh, to shoot some more with us. So he's been a blast to have on set, and uh, yeah, we're we're excited to to share him once more in the fantasy nice. world with the rest. With with all his fans, I mean that's that's got to be kind of cool because you know he has that huge uh, following from Hercules, and Wait, then he was, he was in Hercules, and then of course Andromeda. <laughs> but uh, I mean that's that's yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just cool. Yeah, that's we got cool. we got to meet him at uh, Comic Con live. He's a pretty good guy. He was, yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, I loved yeah. yeah and I think he's been missing Give he's been missing from from the fantasy genre for too long. So yeah. well, yeah. after after what was it, Kroll? Yeah, Cole. Or Cole. Cole yeah. the Conqueror. Yeah, yeah. He kind of wanted to go away from that, I think. I don't know. Who knows? Well, he's back now. Oh, that's now. awesome. But we don't give him a sword. He's got a staff. Ah, he's a magic user. He's a magic user. Yeah. Spell slinger, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm the guy with the sword. Yes. That's yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have the sword. <laughs> nice. So, the first one's coming out this summer. June, July. We'll be finished it in June, July, oh, okay. which uh, it'll be up to our distributors when it actually airs. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll, as I say, we'll probably do a Kickstarter before then, and uh, you'll be able to get an early look at it that way. Mm. Everyone, buy this. Jump on board. I mean, seriously, this sounds awesome. We're more than happy to you know do a radio show from a you know a preview of it. You- Oh, you want to preview it, or do you want to... Or, or a screening or something. A radio preview. That, that makes no sense. <laughs> I, think, I think you're taking your new deal with Audible. A <laughs> we'll, we'll have uh, Adam narrate all the action which is taking place. And Dagan leapt out the tower. Yeah, it goes down. A wagon. You've got to do it in a monotone voice, though, yeah. if you're going to do it. The action. action rolls into town. This one, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. A half thief, half human elf hand which is out of wagon. You're ruining my character. Yes, right, he no, is. Carry on, carry on. Wow. Three more coming soon. <laughs> no, I mean, this is great. You guys, it sounds like you're doing a great job. Sounds like there's a lot of humor, wit, as well as. Keeping it really traditional not to, set, not set, to the fantasy, yeah, you know, genre in itself. So Adam doesn't get the joke. Yeah, no, no jokes from Adam. That's got to be tough. I mean, if you're naturally a comedian, that has to be a tough yeah, job. Kind gig. of has a whip he uses on the orcs. Yeah, yeah. I, I have an orc whip and I threaten Adam with it. Yeah, and Adam tries to sneak one in every now I and try. then. Yeah. I, I, there's one scene where he's running from the hellhound, and uh, and Tila, the healer, says, don't look at its eyes. And Adam runs along and says, I looked at its eyes. <laughs> I may have, I may have, have said that. <laughs> so we, we'll just have to see how much of that stays in yeah. <laughs> as he tries to break character. Yes. You didn't bring your whip right now. I'm looking for the whip. 
<laughs> You're I safe. I just flinched. <laughs> it may You're happen in the morning. This is an umbrella. This is like a net <laughs> yeah. of safety and security. Nice. I like it. That's I feel, what it is. I feel, that's what. I feel warm it's and safe. On set. It, it's <laughs> comfortable. Visit set more often? <laughs> we'd love to visit the set. More often than never. So. Yeah, I mean that would be great. I mean, we'd, that would be fun. Uh, yeah, we stop filming again on uh, Tuesday, this Tuesday. coming Tuesday, and we'll be shooting for uh, six more weeks. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Table on wheels, roll it on down. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, well, we, we got video. We can do video, too. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you guys should swing by Sid and uh, see what we're up to. Yeah. It's fun, man. That sounds like awesome. Watch him jump from some more. You guys should come out on Saturday. We've built a... Saturday works. Next Saturday. Okay. We've built a pretty fun set that you guys should oh. should come down and film. Okay, let us know. Okay. What time? Cool. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to. All day long we're there. Okay. All right. Oh, I know what I'm doing video. next Saturday. No, I, I think we're sold. i got to get a hold of Craig to get the nice camera. I'm, I'm so sure. we have I'm HD sure quality. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I don't drop it in snow. We're good. <laughs> Best of luck. Are you guys going to be trying to get on Netflix any time in the future, or are you guys staying away from Netflix? Aren't a couple the, the movies already on Netflix? Yeah, we yeah. have uh, several films on Netflix right now. You can uh, see uh, Dawn of the Dragon Slayer, which uh, Adam Johnson's seeing here. He has yeah. a part in that. Yes, sir. Um, it's, a, it's a fantasy we filmed over in Ireland. Um, I'm so jealous. And it's, uh, amazing. it's about a, a boy who uh, needs to, to kill a dragon to basically become a man. And claim the love of his life. Um, so that's on there. And then another film we did uh, totally out of the fantasy genre called Zombie, which is about <laughs> Bin Laden returning from the dead, from his watery grave, to make an army of uh, zombie insurgents. So wow. I, have, I have seen that. Uh, I've actually got that on my uh, watch list. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, so, so that's out there. That. That's Merrick, out there. Eric is not to blame for that. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah, the necromancer did not bring him back. Well, I, I'm uh, yeah. the first movie, the Dawn of the Dragonslayer. That's a sucky way to have to get your girlfriend or your wife. I mean, it's you have to order. go. You got to go slay a dragon. Yeah. Oh, story of my life. I yeah. mean, it's <laughs> bad enough cool just car. trying to ask someone out on a <laughs> date, cool but car, you have to Adam kill said. a dragon first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have well, to have your man I know. Yeah, you do. You got to have. Everybody has to kill the proverbial dragon gotcha. to get their mate. Okay. It's a real dragon that will eat In this you. case, it's a real dragon. This little yeah. is an actual dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and in Mythica, uh, Dagon's got uh, quite a lot of that going on. He can't, he can't please the lady that he really wants to, no matter what he does, it seems like. What's, what's, what's this, Dagon? I don't like to talk about it. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm working. It's an emotional roller coaster. It's, it's, all, it's right. all right. I hear it happens to everybody. Thank There's you. Okay. Fun. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So it's good fun. It's uh, it's a cool story arc. So Arrowhead Entertainment. Arrow Storm. Or Arrow Storm. I'm sorry Storm. that I messed that up. Arrow Storm. Arrow, Arrow Storm. So check out their website. Check out these two movies that are already on Netflix. So Dawn of the Dragon Slayer and Osam. With a Z, right? Osambi. Osambi. Yeah. With an S. Yes. And then and then check out these movies as well. You guys, that's it's been a pleasure. Yeah, we can great to hear more about uh, uh, Mythica and the universe that you guys are creating. Yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah, we're excited to uh, share it with the world. It's been a, it's been a labor of love, and uh, it's been pretty hectic getting mm-hmm. it done. Shooting the films back-to-back has been uh, nightmarish, but also, yeah. uh, you know, a growing experience. Yeah. But 
the end product's definitely been worth it. So no. we're really excited. Is there a website or anything they can go to to kind of check on updates and see things as they progress? Because I'm sure you guys are taking pictures and having all yeah. sorts of fun. Um, if, you, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, actually, if you uh, go to Arrowstorm Entertainment mm-hmm. on Facebook, um, we also have a Mythica page okay. on Facebook. Um, it's probably easiest to get to it through our Arrowstorm page. Mm-hmm. And if you go to our website, we've got links to everything there. Nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we love to, uh, keep people updated about what we're doing and, uh, we, uh, we're a small company and so we like to, you know, interact with our, our fans yeah. on a one-on-one basis as much as we can. We're always looking for extras who want to come out, um, we'll and actually be in the film. So if you're in Utah and you, uh, have uh, nothing to do, come put on some, period clothes and get all dirty and get thrown around in the the snow and the mud but uh, otherwise I don't know we may time. have to do that after real snow filming stuff yeah that yeah, could be real fun snow, real mud I think yes. we need to do it alright yeah or, or we do it before and after ooh yeah. that could be an idea so right. uh, my last question do uh, either you two have like uh, websites that uh, our listeners can go to to see what other uh, what other shows you've been in oh man have a website? I I think there, they have big Instagram and Twitter followers. Yeah, so Instagram. Yeah. I'm a, what am I? The Adam Johnson. I yeah, the Adam Johnson. The, the Adam, Adam Johnson. Yeah. There is no other. One and Twitter. only. That's yes. right. And I have a I have a Facebook fan page. I'm up to seven likes already. <laughs> so that's what you find. The Christmas miracle. Plenty of room to click on. <laughs> um. <laughs> the same, exactly. My mom think, has a lot of I'm, different accounts. I'm the same way. I think I, I'm on Twitter and Instagram more than I should be, uh, which is just my name at Jake Stormone, um, S-T-O-R-M-O-E-N. Gotcha. So, so yeah. as you're flying through the air, it's like, bam, oh, done. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Absolutely. These uh, two have to way too much of that. Way too <laughs> many phones on it. set. It, uh, it wasn't for us and our phone, iPhones on set. Cut. Is that your phone in your pocket, Adam? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. we, we have discovered many uh, strange, you know, whether it's the boots or like a belt a pouch or something. Yeah. A lot of hiding spots for phones on uh, nice. costumes. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Any other questions from uh, Firebird or Chris, the intern? Nope. All right. I just look forward to Saturday. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, go ahead. The coffee. Yes, you got to show up with coffee. <laughs> oh, well, then uh, uh, some <laughs> other guy that may look like me will be there, not me. <laughs> I think I'm feeling sick. I'm going to have to take a personal day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good actor. We need to get that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thanks for coming out and being on the show this night, talking about uh, Mythica and the other projects you have going. And uh, we'll take a break right now, and we will be back uh, in a little bit. Thanks, guys. Thanks Appreciate so much for having out. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us.
three, two. Down at the mall is the one who's got it all. The answer to my prayers, just two doors down from Sears. I was surprised, cause they mostly hire guys. She's the girl, she's the girl at the video game. Card. It's only $15 and it comes with a free magazine subscription. I totally want that. She was nice to me. She's my final fantasy. She's the girl. She's the girl at the video game.
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Yay! It is Dungeon Crawlers Radio. We uh, I like we that just, song. We just wrapped up with uh, the amazing guys uh, from Mythica, a uh, new upcoming series. So, uh, movie series. Very nice. Uh, it was great having them on the show. And uh, keep an eye out for, for them. Uh, uh, I am so tongue-tied right now because it was just that. It was an awesome interview. That was a great interview. That yeah. was that was a lot of fun. They're very entertaining people. Yeah. I, I must say, I'm a little jealous because they get to do real-life MMORPGs. You're going to even be more jealous it. when we're doing it next Saturday. I yeah. You can. <laughs> see, I, I, I see right now Firebird calculating how she can get here next Saturday. So she can be yeah, part of this. Right? Yeah. I'm going to get my healer suit on. And yeah. I'm going to be there. I'm going to kick some booty. She's just going to be... Okay, see, I need a flight out there because they're going to be there and I need to somehow get in this movie so it's going to work I for us. Yeah. See? Oh, That's what I need. And it's yeah, called an airplane. Just, you can just talk to the, <laughs> talk to the eagles that, the, uh, that basically save everything in Lord of the Rings. So which, which airline is it that has animals on their planes? Uh, animals on their planes? Yeah, that's on like on the tail the, uh, the tail on the isn't it Frontier? I think uh, it's Frontier. Yeah, I think it's Frontier. So just go to Frontier, find the one that has the eagle on it. Then you got your flying eagle. You can get here. There you go. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, so it costs money. You can't just talk to a butterfly or a moth yeah. and suddenly get a ride. Yeah, unfortunately, not not anymore. Yeah. Uh. That's okay because all my characters, they're all rich, right? Yes. 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 So. <laughs> you know, all right. I my MMO in with my what is it? RL, my real life. I'll get there. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> excuse me. I don't know if we're going to have enough time uh, for the Epic Showdown, but I w- do at least want to announce the winner. So the winner between R2-D2 and Twicky... Oh, it better be R2. ...was R2. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 was a, it was a landslide. Praise be to Allah or R2. Uh, Twicky only got one vote. <laughs> since since uh, R2's... Um, like I said, you know, he's God. He didn't win. Oh. Yeah. Uh, R2 did win. So we were going to do one tonight. We're, pro- we're not going to have enough time to get to it. So yeah, we we'll have, have to. Yeah, it's been, this is such a packed full show. Well, not only that, that was such a great interview that I really hated having to stop. Having it. to stop. I know. Um, it it kind of They hurt. were really entertaining. It was great. Uh, we well, are going to continue yeah, to repost and update their on. stuff, and we'll get them back on the show. Yeah. Uh, it would be really awesome if maybe we can get them. Towards the end of their uh, it, their shooting with Kevin, and have Kevin Sorbo come in with them, if well, we can get him, that well, would be awesome. I learned something interesting about yes. that movie. Okay. So one of my friends is actually doing the special effects for it. Oh, well, look at you. Yeah. Um. So we won't expect Chrissy in turn to take coffee, but we do Even need to do this. Should. We do need to do this. We need to tell Joe just to get Saturday off, and all four of us go. That would be awesome. Um, I, yeah, and, and if Firebird could make it here by flying on an eagle or whatever mode of transportation, all five of us should go. Dang it. That would be awesome. Yes. Dang it. Or we could find a green screen and have, like, some epic pictures and, like, 
Well, that's yeah. that. We that, could do that. that. We could all, we we could do that. Just have uh, Firebird take some pictures of her just doing some epic stuff, and then we'll Photoshop her into our pictures. Well, she she has to be in front of a green screen when taking those pictures first. Okay, I'm, uh, Firebird. I, I, have, you have, a, access I have green felt. I have. I an app. do know where there is a green screen. Good because okay. I have an app that will fix that. All right, there we go. <laughs> I just need her standing in front of a green screen, and we have an app for that. It's crazy to say that, but I have an app for that. <laughs> you know, they haven't said that. That that hasn't been a line for about two years now. I know. I know. But we can do that. We can interpose her into anything. Because I just assume that there's an app for everything. There is. There, there is. Except for nuclear launch codes. There no, is no, not an app for that one. I'm pretty sure there is. Just not, you know, in English. Okay. All right. Japanese. <laughs> well, I was going to say Korean, but that would have been too political. Okay. We'll just stay away from that one. So uh, we do have Stephen Thundertibs coming up uh, here in just a few minutes. Stephen Thundertibs. So I'm going to go over a couple of things because we weren't able to jump in on that at the beginning because we were having a couple difficulties. As you can tell, the soundboard is now working. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but that last song said Dungeon Crawlers Radio at the end. Yes. It did. It did. It was awesome. Well, actually, it said Dungeon Crawlers. It did say Dungeon Crawlers. It doesn't say radio. It doesn't say radio. Well, no. said, at least says Dungeon Crawlers. Yeah. So next week, we have Carrie Vaughn coming on, talking about her uh, new book. Uh, the week after that, we have Richard Lee Byers talking about the next book in the Sundering series, The Reaver. February uh, are 6th. we also going to be talking about another one of his books? And The out? Plague Night and other stories. Yes. Uh, February 6th, we have Alex Bledsoe talking about he drank and saw the spider. Uh, I thought he, wait, he woke and saw the spider. Something. Yeah, you know, he drank. He drank? Yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, February 13th, we have Gunmetal Games coming on, and then the 27th of February, we have Roy C. Booth coming on, talking about his new book. I mean, we are just rolling and rolling and rolling. We've got, we've got, we've got the stuff coming yeah. in. Yep. Uh, and we may, we may have Bob Salvatore coming back uh, the first week of March, if not sooner. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. We may have some amazing stuff coming on the show soon. Uh yeah. So I'm going to turn this kind of over to Firebird because she knows uh, tips better than any of us. Yeah, so she can kind of let it tell everyone who Stephen Tibbs is. Okay. Who Stephen Thunder Tibbs is? He is, how do you say genius and nerd lingo? I, I don't even know how to begin to say it. Savant? Uh, hashtag. Hashtag nerd genius. <laughs> hashtag I don't do the hashtag thing, so it's really exciting when I when I do do it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, he's a, a white rapper from California, and he has decided to break into the industry in a positive light, uh, positive role model, um, and he's also decided to do uh, what we love, which is nerd life, nerd stuff. You know, the, the challenges that we face growing up. You know with acceptance and being picked on and bullied as a kid. And he's going to be, every year, he's going to be taking it to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. Um, he's getting to where he's going to conventions. Um, so he might pop up at your favorite convention um, on the stage as a performing artist. Uh, he also does concerts um, throughout the U.S. Uh, he's going to be, hopefully, it's <clears throat> secret 
tentatively around my St. Louis arch maybe this summer. Uh-huh. All right. But that's not really something that we talk about, right? <laughs> yeah. I just heard a bunch of coughing. Are you yep. okay? No, no, no. I am. <laughs> I'm going to take a drink of water. Yeah. All right. So let's quickly cover our Amazon drop uh, before we move forward, and then we'll we'll jump into the interview. So do you enjoy listening to Dungeon Callers Radio? Do you know that you – wow, wow. I just botched that horribly. Yeah, you did. I am so tongue-tied. You did. I should never have drank a rock star before doing the show. Uh, you started listening to Dungeon Callers Radio. Did you know that, what, that as one of our loyal listeners, you can help support the show by doing something as simple as going shopping on Amazon.com? There are no extra fees or subscription you have to sign up for. Go to our website, DungeonCallersRadio.com. Make sure you clear out your cookies, click on the Amazon link, and shop like you normally do. This will help us uh, to continue to bring quality shows, like the one this evening, uh, that you've come to love and expect. It's that it, it's that simple. Just shop, and they send us your love, your love, and your support. And tell everyone else to do it too. I mean, spread the word. Make everyone click on our link and shop. Shiny gold it's, coins. It's as simple as that. Yes, shiny gold coins. I like gold coins. <laughs> don't you? Who doesn't? Yes. So, funny note. Jumping back to last week's show, how we were talking about uh, zinc. As an alimantic metal? It actually is. Really? Yes. It's the one you use to pull or not uh, oh, it's a, to pull it's, on it's someone's emotions. Pole? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The oh, opposite of bronze. It's the soother. Yeah. Or it's a Yeah. Or is that a rioter? It's a rioter. It's a rioter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I but, thought it was something. Yeah. So uh I just had to bring that up because we talked about that. We last talked week. about it and yeah. we were stupid about it and yeah. now we are educated. We are educated. And now we're going to add on a... Mr. Tibbs here. I don't know if he wants to be called Mr. That's, I, I, yeah, Miss, Mr. is just a bad connotation, so I'll just leave that alone. <laughs> Mr. Tibbs. All right, Mr. so. Thunder. Thunder, thunder. I don't that That's actually pretty cool. Mr. Thunder. I don't know. All right. It'd be so funny. <laughs> All right, so we are calling, connecting. It's probably ringing at wherever location he is in the universe. Brolo. Uh, he is there. Brolo. Welcome. What, hello, how's it going, guys? Good. Welcome back to the show, it Mr. Is, Thunder Tibbs. Yes, it is going amazingly well, and yet cold, all at the same time. Oh, really? Yes. That's How do you during, know it's cold? It's during the evenings. Um, he goes outside every third Tuesday. Yeah. Every yeah. month. Yeah. What is it outside? I, I have to check the weather. It, I, I know it's it's freezing. Yeah, it's freezing. I, I was just out. Well, I don't hey, know where you... I don't know where you guys are out of, but um, I was out in the Midwest about a, a week ago. Yeah. And I believe it was like negative 40. Ridiculous out there. I don't think I've seen weather like that. Yeah, it's it's only 19 degrees outside right now, so hey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like spring weather. I know. It's, free, it's freezing here in California. It's like 50, I think, right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's spring go weather. get a parka. All right. Uh, <laughs> we have a call coming in. Should we snag that? What? We have a call coming in. Should we snag Let's it? Let's get the All call. right, we're going to grab the call real quick. Go ahead. Welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Who's this? Hello? Hello. Welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Hello. Radio. Yeah, how you doing? Is uh, the Nerd Life guy there? Tibbs? Yeah, he is. I want to How's ask going, you a question. Tibbs, okay. what's up, man? This is Brandon. How you doing? Hey, what up, buddy? Uh, not much, man. I just want to ask you about the concept of Nerd Life. What does Nerd Life mean to you? To me? Wow, okay. Are we, are we really getting into this? Is this what... Is I this guess the, so. Okay. 
Um, you know, the concept for me, I, I kind of, I, I may be repeating myself here. I think we kind of discussed a little bit last time on the show, but it's a new show, right? So, yeah. Yeah. To, to me, um, I when we started Nerd Life, the concept came from, it was obviously, obviously a play on Tupac's Thug Life, right? But, right, um, right. I get hats on Facebook. That's, that's pretty awesome. Right, exactly. So the, the, the actual concept behind it, what it means to me is just being yourself, being nerdy, and being proud. You know, I think, I think a, lot, a lot of times in society, or what we see, music on the radio, we, we see people proud to be thugs or proud to sell drugs or whatever they're into or you know, whatever they may be into. But Nerd Life to me is saying, look, we might like some nerdy stuff, and that's the that's the realm I'm gonna push. So that's what that's what I get out of nerd life for me. That's awesome. Nice, that's an awesome nice. concept. And there's different kind of nerds everywhere. I mean, Peyton Manning's a football nerd. Jocks can be nerds. I mean, wow, just very impressed. Your music is awesome too. You got that raspy voice. Yeah, thank you, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome, man. You got a fan here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So, Ha-ha. you rock. All right, rap. Sweet, thank you. I'm really, I'm really humbled. Thank you. All right, well, thanks for, for calling in. Right on. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that was a great call. I like how you say that that Peyton Manning's a uh, a football nerd because not very many people like look at it that way. I mean, we've got you know with the the play the the football the NFL yeah. playoffs going off right now. You know, a lot of people are playing with their are playing around with their fantasy, fantasy football, football. which we said know, is D and D for yeah, jocks. I see it's jock D and D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, with with nerd life as, as it is, you know, what is what are you finding is really um, uh, what is the word? I, I'm I'm blanking here. Darn rock star! I hate this. Uh, you know, it, it You're just, never allowed to have one again. No, I'm not. That uh, makes it so rewarding to you going out and doing this. Well, you know, I've had the opportunity to to travel the cons around the United States from uh, cons from like XCon Myrtle Beach, South Carolina to EvilCon in Indiana or different parties around the United States like uh, Shane Moore's POEP parties and parties yeah. in SoCal and NorCal. And I really get to push the, the nerd life line and let people know that you can be yourself, you can be proud of what you're doing, whether it's tabletop gaming or internet gaming or whether you're, like you said, a football nerd or or um, computer nerd, or whatever you're into, just be, be proud of what you're doing. And we do show a different side to this whole thing where I'd say I'm a little bit more, you know, I like to go to parties. I like to do stuff like that. I think everybody kind of has their own personality. There's different personalities in this community. So that's what I get out of it, really. Nice. You know, and I, what has been the uh, the general take on this uh on this new philosophy you're kind of bringing out in your huh. life? Well, you know, everyone thought I was crazy at first. That's how, that when, when I first got this thing rolling, people were like, wow, you just tattooed this thing across your belly. I have a you know, huge nerd life tattoo across my belly. And uh, it, obviously that was another take on, uh, on the thug life thing from, from the Tupac genre. And that was kind of, this all kind of links together from uh, life, life lessons that I've learned of, of um, you know, being yourself, not pretending to be someone you're not. And um, the ge- generally, now that the vision's out there and I do have the album, out through Sony Wright Records, and I have the album up on iTunes and Google Play, the Nerd Life album. People, people have seen the fruition of it, of how I was going to link the music together with the concept. 
now with the, with the tattoos and the traveling and the touring, and generally I'm received very well by everybody from what I, from what I see. But obviously, we got everybody has haters everywhere, and even mm-hmm. if, even when I got going, people were challenging my nerdness. They're asking me questions like, "Are you really nerdy? Do you like?" They're seeing how much nerd you are and what's the level of nerd you are, and you know there's all these battles yeah. I was getting into, but I don't I don't play by their by their rules anymore, you know. So, yeah. I love the fact that you have a gigantic uh, Nintendo 64 I controller. I, I wouldn't even say it's gigantic. It looks almost like it's life-size. Well, I mean, it's probably normal size, but, you know, for a controller, those controllers were huge. They were awesome controllers. Instead of though. having, you know, you know, gold bling, you got this big old Nintendo 64 controller, which is just awesome. Yeah. So. yeah we, the, the, the N64 chain's actually... It's actually pretty popular among among the fans and among people. They they love to see that the taking uh, the chain itself and then pushing it into the to the realm of hip hop. That's kind of our take on it. We're actually sending the chain. We've sent the chain to uh, to get dipped in gold. We had to find the right company to do it. And uh, you know we we had some quotes on it. and We've gotten some returns on record sales, and we've nice. we, now we now have the means to do that. So that's pretty. I'm pretty pumped about that to actually come out with a blinged out N64 gold chain when I'm rapping on stage to you know. To nice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty exciting. All right. All right. Well, we got another caller, so we're, we're going to pick this one up uh, real quickly. So uh, go ahead. Welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Brolo. Who's this? Brolo. 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 <laughs> Brolo. Hello. You, you, hey, dungeon crawler guys, do you do you brolo? We yeah. brolo. When, when don't we brolo? When we're sleeping. <laughs> hey, I, I brolo <laughs> in my sleep. Okay, you brolo in your sleep. All right. Very nice. So, have you got a so, so question Tim, for Steve? About what? Yeah, I was wondering if Tibbs had told you guys about uh, about broloing. Um. Like where Brolo came from? Uh, we kind of talked about this last time we had we, him on, we did, we did. That was so, such a long time Let's ago. Let's do it again. Yeah. Okay. Well, the concept behind Brolo, there's a few different versions of it. There's the PG version, the after PG version, and the pre-PG version. <laughs> but, uh, but the, you know, the, the concept behind Brolo, we actually... We started saying it was, a, it, was, it was a saying between two people. It was me and a guy, um, Shane Moore. You probably heard of that guy. You better heard of that guy, right? Yeah. 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 That guy concocted this thing that we were saying over Skype in a business meeting together called Brolo. We were actually making fun of, okay, I'm not making fun of the guy. I support his career. We are making fun of Drake. Everybody was saying YOLO. I'm not trying to battle Drake right now over your, over your program across the Internet. Yeah. Uh, but the, we're, we took a, a, a take on YOLO. We called it Brolo. And it, means, it started out meaning, bro, you only live once. But that turned into a snowball effect where everybody around us, people started saying it in California, people started saying it in St. Louis, and then it just started meaning whatever you wanted it to mean. Because that was like, right now there's politically incorrect words you can't say, or yeah. stuff you can't say. So Brolo just filled in as that word. So like you said, like you just said, you were saying, well, I definitely Brolo when I'm sleeping, and the other guy didn't Brolo when he was sleeping. So yeah. that, it's really up to your imagination what you want it to mean at certain times, but nice. I definitely Brolo all the time. Cool. I love Brolo. I love my Nerd Life album, and I love Steve Gibbs because you rock. Well, I can't wait for their next album and keep it classy. Thank you, Brolo. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, we're going to let that one go. And we have another one. I mean, we're just, the calls are just rolling in. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick this one up. You can take this one over. So uh, go. Welcome to hey. Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Who's this? Tibbs. What up? Who's this? Hello? Oh, this is Virgil. Uh-huh. What up? Hey, 
Hey, what up, Virgil? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Good. What's up, brother? I just want to call, check in real quick, and say what's up. Haha. Nothing not much, man. Just here. Uh, have you Have you listened to the Nerd Life album yet? You, have you picked it up? Yeah, I think I got it. Nice. Nice. Hello. Yeah. No, I did it. It's It's classic, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well. Wow. Yeah. You've got. Uh, you've definitely got the support of your fans. Yes. Which is awesome. Yeah, they're out thick today, apparently. Apparently, yeah. that's, good. that's cool. <laughs> Surprised me. I thought there was just one guy in Canada. I didn't know. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was either Canada or it was it was Czechoslovakia. I don't remember where the guy's at. <laughs> <laughs> one Brolo guy. Nah. Nice. So you know, you have one album out. Right. It sounds like you've got some support swelling and growing from that. And then you got another one coming out sometime this year, correct? That's correct. That's correct. Uh, we're, we're pushing for a, for a second album right now. The, the, cur- the current album, I don't, did I cut you off? Or? No, you're, you're good. Okay. The, uh, the, the album that just came out, it was December 24th, and it was called Nerd Life, and it's on iTunes and Google Play. Amazon, um, you can get it at Best Buy at, at local uh, retailers in certain areas. Um, but mainly it's available online anywhere. We, we sent that out December 24th, and we actually found out on December 26th that it was in the iTunes Top 25 Best Sales, which I was just floored to find out from the push from the fans and from different people. And um, the second album we're working on right now is going to be called Nerdonomics. We're pushing that towards September, a September release possibly. It's kind of you know we're we're just we just started writing it right now. We contracted again to mention Shane Moore. We contracted him to write three songs. He wrote a song off the original Nerd Life album called Blood and Bones. I don't know if we covered that before, and which that that was that did well on the internet. The the song reached a hundred thousand people. Um, we had over I think three or four hundred shares on it, and mm-hmm. it's done really well in sales as well. So it's something I'm really proud of to bring up you know here today. So that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. that is. That's yeah. Now, so, um, with that said, you know, is it, what are you going to do to make the next album even better? I mean, because of course you, you've got to do that. Here, here's the here's the thing. Here, um, my shackles have been removed to work on this next album. I was a little bit shackled dealing with record company. Uh-huh. Still working with the record company, but I got a little bit different deal on this one, and we're we're switching up the production a little bit. And I'll actually be able to, this will be my first full-length album, as opposed to the last one was an EP, which is a, which is a five-track album. Mm-hmm. This will be a full-length album with, you know, 14 to, to 16 tracks on it, all written professionally by me and my team, and um, produced, by, produced either at California Sound Studios and Liquid Beats. But here's the thing. On, on Nerd Life, I, like I said, I was a little bit shackled by, by writing about how, the, how production, how everything was going to fit together. It was kind of a learning process for me, and just for the fans who are listening, I understand that that was a learning process for me. But mm-hmm. that there is there is success with that album right now, but it doesn't mean that that's where it's going to stop. I'm I'm yeah. going to move forward into Nerdonomics with definitely uh, a new flavor, a new you know we'll keep the same similar sound of using like rock infused beats mixed with like a hip hop tone. We'll we'll keep that same feel for it, but we'll progress it into 2014 and stay current with uh, you know reaching the fans with it and using uh, the, the, the con the, as far as concepts of what we want to tackle and what we want to do that will, that will develop over time but it's definitely you're going to walk away from hearing nerdonomics feeling good feeling upbeat you know it's going to be something that you're really going to want to rock out with your friends and maybe drink a beer or like there's there'll even be music on there that kids can listen to without embarrassing your family in public so it, it yeah. kind of reaches all those those venues as well very nice so 
that's the goal I have for the album right now. Wow. Very nice. Uh, that's great. That, you know, you're even, there's even songs there that you, you wouldn't be afraid to let your kids listen to. So. Exactly. Because, uh, exactly. you know, they are going to be the, the future geeks and gamers coming up. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, you got any questions going on in, in your uh, mind? I mean, well, uh, we were talking about tattoos. And, yes. uh, you know, so, um, and then we had the, those phone calls. Are, are you thinking about uh, adding any... Uh, any other nerd-inspired uh, um, tattoos that uh, to, to any of the unmarked areas? <laughs> well, I, I I do I I do plan on some nerd some more nerd tattoos. I've kind of been sticking with the traditional stuff. You know, I don't know if you guys kind of seen it. There's a big old eagle across the chest. We have planned uh, some some like Mario tattoos in random different places, but it feels so cliche. Not to make fun of my my manager, Mr. Ba- one of my managers, Mr. Taylor Bateman. He's covered in Mario stuff, but we were doing that before it was cool. Just let everybody know we were getting the nerds because it kind of did turn cliche a little bit. Everybody has the you know the, the Nintendo controllers and stuff now. Not to knock people that are doing it now. I mean, go ahead and do it, but um, I think that the I'd like to have some more um, tattoos based upon certain shows that I like. Like, I'm really into uh, to Avatar and different stuff like that. I think that would be some cool tattoos to get. So that's, that's basic thoughts that I have about it. Nice. And that is Avatar the Cartoon Series, not uh, the James Cameron movie. No, yeah, definitely the, definitely the cartoon. I was actually getting bashed at a con because we were talking about uh, certain types of anime and stuff, and I, and I guess it's made in America, or, you know, the style is made in America, so it's technically it's not made in Japan. So uh, there, there was a big battle there challenging my nerd cred as well, but my right. fans and people stay loyal to, you know. I like the show. I guess if that's – some people want to challenge you on that, though, apparently. So, yeah, we have uh, Corey Phillips that's left a message on our Facebook page asking when you are going to uh, start producing some videos for these songs. Is that something that's possibly coming up in the future? You know, not to not to disappoint him right now, but our our, our main focus is going to be working on a, a single that uh, we contracted. Surprise again, Shane Moore to work to to write. Um, it's a song about it's an anti-bullying song, and we're looking right now at at who we would like to uh, we would we, we would who we want to produce this this single and who well, we know who's going to produce the single, but who we want to actually work on the video with us for, I, I want it to be someone who's established in the industry, maybe someone who's looking, who's listening to your show right now, or maybe you guys could point, point us a, in a direction where um, a certain person we would use. We have a few people that we've interviewed. We haven't made a choice yet, so to answer Corey's question, it's in the works. And we're looking probably at, you're looking at a few months, because I'm at the point now in my career, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it right. I want the yeah. right people involved. You know, I don't, want it, I don't want it to be half, you know, I don't want it to be all jacked up at this point. So, you know, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get to, we'll get to where we're at. I, I look at it just one day at a time, one fan at a time. There's a few projects, uh, not to get off track, but there's a few projects I'm excited that to be part of right now. I had find out, I'd found out that, um, I was written into a, my first graphic novel recently with Vindicated um, from Cassell Studios. And I guess in, in, towards, I don't, I don't know where it's at in the, in the graphic novel, but I'm apparently playing, uh, a show on a rooftop. My nerd chain's swinging around on this rooftop, and there's people getting shot at or, or you know, blown up on this thing. And it seems seemed like a pretty cool thing. So, something I kind of wanted to plug right now too, because it's my first graphic novel that I've actually been, been written into. And there's there's some big names involved, like Kurt Yeager from Sands of Anarchy, and uh, this this is a project, a Shane Moore project as well, which is pretty cool. So, 
That's so have good. you I ever w- had concerts on rooftops with your chain swinging all around? <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about that. I don't think <laughs> I've had a concert on a rooftop, but I've definitely broloed on a rooftop. That, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I don't, not yet. Not yet. I don't think so. Nice. No, be, uh, that kind of has to kind of feel kind of like you've arrived where you're now in a graphic novel. I mean, that's yeah, you, that's you gotta think, be cool. You would think that, but the honor, just to be candid with you guys, it always feels like it's no, nothing's ever enough. Because I remember when I first got started, I was written into um, into a book that um, was called White Wraith, which was written by Shane Moore as well. Yeah, and I was, I was a gnome in the book. And then I was like, wow, I've really, you know, I've really done well in this fantasy book. I've made it. I've, I'm, a, I'm a white rapper. Now I'm in this fantasy book. And I thought it was awesome. Then I got written into Apocalypse of Enoch as myself. And then I, I ended up not dying in that. It probably, probably, I, I barely made it by the dice of a D20, whatever Shane uses to, to write these things. And uh, I get into Apocalypse of Enoch 2, and I'm thinking, wow, this is badass to be part of this. And then you get put into a graphic novel. I'm just kind of wondering what's going to be next. Are they going to get a movie from this thing? Am I going to be able to dance around like a like a buffoon in this movie and do something weird? Or what? What are they? What's the, going to be the next process? But I mean, obviously, I'm humbled. And I think it's amazing to be to even be considered to be part of any of these projects. It's a very it's very humbling, and it just feels amazing. You know, obviously, because all your hard work starts paying off, and you're thinking, okay, this is awesome. But at the end of the day, you're, you're thinking, what's the next thing we're going to do? And I don't know if that feeling will ever go away. I honestly feel kind of – you feel swamped a little bit, but it's just on to the next thing. I, I get, you guys could imagine, too, with your radio show success, it's a never-ending uh, battle for you kind of. So Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's highs and lows. There's, there's, there's good times and bad there's times. There's dips and valleys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So – well, I, that's amazing that you know you did survive the apocalypse of Enoch, because it sounds like a lot of people were dying in that. And yeah, yeah, just a few. So, and then to make it to the second book's even better. Right. Yeah. I, I just think I didn't piss them off too bad in real life, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing to make him happy, so you live. And right. uh, yeah. Exactly. Keep living the Brolo lifestyle. That's what go. makes you live in the apocalypse of Enoch. It's world. the Brolo? Brolo. It's the Brolo that's it's making Brolo. him survive. That's what it's, it is. It's definitely the Brolo. <laughs> I, I noticed every time I every time he gets a new song co- contract from uh, Sony Records, Sony Wright Records, he uh, might end up living a little bit longer in these books, apparently. I don't know if it's linked. <laughs> I don't know if it's connected, but... I think my I think my I think my boy got my back on that one. I don't know though because he did kill off. He, I think he I, I believe he killed off uh, Matt Hill. Oh, is that, is that right? Really? And Matt's you know Matt's kind of a big deal. Well, no one wants to kill off Matt. He's like the universal best buddy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is the best buddy. Of course, maybe that's why he killed him because <laughs> it you know he's just too nice to live yeah. in the apocalypse. He goes up to give the the zombies a warm hug. <laughs> 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 you shouldn't hate on these guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's okay, buddy. Yeah. It's okay, buddy. Here's some gravy cakes. Yeah. No, no, I don't. Uh, it's been a while since I've read it. Didn't he get? Didn't he get blown up in a missile attack or something like that on a bridge? God, it's it's. I know. I'm, it has I'm been probably... so long since I've read. Yeah. I've read those, but I'm pretty sure he got blown up. He probably did. Which that just tells me he was just running too fast. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> well, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Shane, Shane's going to body slam me for not knowing this right now, but I don't exactly recall how Mr. Hill died. That That's okay. We'll probably get more crucified because we don't remember. Yeah. So, all right. So what? Well, where else can we go? I mean, this... Unfortunately, yeah. Where because, of our like technic- because of our technical difficulties, I couldn't get the song loaded, which I was hoping to be able to play uh, the new song. Well, I believe I sent you like a, uh, it, it was like an 8,000 megabyte song. I don't know if that helped at all. No, it was, a, it was okay. It's, just, it's, the, it's right, the beginning it, of the year. It's the, we it's, always have technical glitches. I that, call it some, the ginger vortex. Hey. I blame it on Chris, the intern. Yeah. But, what? We bl- blame it on the intern. There we go. Oh, no love. No love. No. <laughs> How dare you ruin my one good interview ever? Yes. There you go. <laughs> no, can't blame it on the tech. The tech's not here. That's but the no intern problem. is here. But, no, no. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's see. Let's see. I, I, think, the, I think the intern <gasps> can ask a very intriguing question right now. Yes. Let's, uh, guess what? With blaming the intern, the song magically appeared. Hey! <laughs> All right. So we need to we need to blame the intern more often. So we need to either blame the intern or threat, threaten to stab the soundboard. I know. It, it's great. That's like, so. Um, let's do that. I'm I'm gonna turn down the mics. Let's play this song, uh, "Blood and Bones," uh, that was written by Shane Moore and Stephen Tibbs. It is the man doing the lyrics and and giving it his all. So uh, we'll play that. It's about a four-minute song, and then we'll come right back. So uh, we'll be back. And enjoy.
accept it. Maybe something's going on in your life right now that you got to accept. Quit looking at the past and just move on. All right, welcome back. That was actually pretty do- pretty good. No, that was a great song. That was a great song. Oh, he's actually not that much garbage. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. Thank you, man. So, um, I, I, Corey again sent us a message while the song was playing. He was the guy that got blown up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we'll just say that. Um, so now we need to figure out how Matt Hill died. Yeah. No, I. Well, it, Matt Hill dies in the second book. I know that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, that was a great song. I mean, it. it it wasn't like too crazy, you know. A lot of rappers out there right now are—I mean—they get really vulgar and they get really intense. Right. Not not dissing their art at all, but that was a song that I could definitely, you know, listen that, to. I'm you know in the car that or that's when like, that's like riding a bike of, or something that's like that. That's like a that's like a a movie credit uh, song. Yeah. Like oh. after after like all hell's broken loose yeah. and they 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 make it out alive. The clouds start parting. The sun breaks down, and then. Start the show. Start that song. Yeah. And then roll. And then start credit. So, so basically, they've ju- I, you're saying that's when they jump onto the tugboat and sail off. They're they're safe from the zombies. That rolls. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. For the moment. For the moment. <laughs> Temporarily, yeah. Well, well either, uh, either that or it's until after they realize that they've been getting uh, bit by uh, zombie plague infested uh, um, squirrels. No. Um, well, one Seagulls. of them got one of them got bit by uh, somebody got bit by a monkey. Spiders. No, it was. Uh, uh, mosquitoes. Man. Do- yeah. See, see, all you need is the gold-colored Listerine. Spray it on you, mosquito. Stay away. <laughs> there you go. Anti-zombie mosquito plague. There you go. <laughs> that simple. Now, you it's- guys you guys heard a, a girl. Not to interrupt you. You heard a girl in that song. Yes. That's, uh, that's Mickey Consiglio. She's, she's actually from England. Oh, wow. And uh, we contracted her for that song. She's pretty well known over there. And uh, I, I was really glad to have her on. She has a beautiful voice. Which I, I'm sure you guys would agree with that on yeah. that. Oh, yeah. She really makes the whole thing. Kind of. Yeah, that really, uh, that really uh, centered that song. Yeah. Right. If that's, if that's a way, if that's, if that's a musical term. Well, all I can say is if, yeah, you know, just I know we only played one song, but if that's the baseline, the next album's just gonna be amazing. That's the baseline. That's yeah. where that's that's the baseline for it. Um you know, I I I feel that 
without some of the creative restraints of that. I don't want to keep bringing them up and then, you know, my record label just kicks, kicks me off anyway or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but with, we worked it out and it's going to, I just think it's going to be a lot better in my opinion. And it, there's only really, that's my goal is to improve from here it, for, for the fans. And I'm willing, I'm willing to make albums that people want to hear. I'm a lot of, a lot of artists get caught up in the, in this thing where they, what they're into and their artistry, but you got to realize you're making music for people that want to listen to it, not for what yeah. you listen to at your own home, you know? So it's a big part of what I'm doing as well. So, yeah. so you're not going to like delay an album release for 10 years because you haven't quite gotten the sound of the, the, the you haven't quite gotten the, the timber from the Tiffany's right. Yeah. And yeah. The, the exactly. 200, exactly. The 2000 piece, uh, Orchestra just has not quite got <laughs> ready. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I like the fact that you're saying you're going to deliver to what your fans want. I mean, that's that's great that's because you're you're right. I mean, there are several bands out there that hit it big and they're doing really great, and it's like now I'm going to do what I want to do, and you, and then they come out with this album. And it's like, what the crap is this? Right. So it's something that I, I don't I don't know a band directly, but some we could all probably relate to in the in the the entertainment news right now. You look at like Kanye West, and the guy kind, of, kind of seems like a train wreck. And his last album, not to pick on it either. I'm, I guess I'm picking all these beefs right now with these people, but the the, <laughs> the the album just got super crazy, and their lyrics get like they have these crazy rhyme schemes and stuff like that 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 kind of start um, diluting the, their message to whatever they're trying to get out. I mean, unless you're trying to tell everybody you're a douche, then I guess that works for what you're trying to do. But essentially, that's probably not that's not the direction we're going to go. And we're, I think we're very humbled by it, you know everything we're doing. I'm actually um, I'm excited to to kind of plug something else too. I'm going to be performing at the Citizen Hotel on February first uh, in Sacramento, California, for a uh, it's sponsored by 100.5. Now, a CBS radio station in Sacramento and uh, Wells Fargo Bank, which is kind of going to be a kind of big venue for me to, to start getting my name out here in, more in, Sacram- in the Sacramento area for any listeners out here. Obviously, come join us you know, on February 1st, and you can obviously find it online as well. So um, is, there, you know, is, is there any other questions you guys want to go over, or what are, we, what are you thinking here, buddy? Are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that they accidentally dropped or something. But, oh. uh <laughs> Yeah, we, we've lost Firebird. Firebird, are you there? I think maybe she's the one we lost. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I can keep talking if you guys want. i got a bunch yes, of stuff. Yes, keep, uh, keep talking. I have, I have um, I actually have... You have a speech prepared? Well, you know what? I may have, I may have been on the radio once or twice in my day. <laughs> I have... <laughs> You know, I, I was. I we're right now. We're we're uh, working on a contract with the University of Missouri to get some shows going on out there. Uh, we're working on contracts with the pageant in St. Louis to do uh, a show in July, and uh, we're getting we're getting all that se- uh, secured up. We just uh, we're working on a contract right now with XCon in Myrtle Beach to do a, a nice show out there. For uh, I, they gave me a couple different choices. Either I mean, maybe you guys could have some weight on this, or maybe someone could call in and add weight to it. But um, they gave me an option to either perform strictly for a VIP crowd of all the celebrities that will be at the con. It's a pretty big con. It's over 100,000 yeah. people perform for the celebrities or perform for the fans that are there. And I'm really not – I mean, I'm not, see, I, I keep just knocking all the celebrities tonight, but I would rather – I think I'd rather chill with the fans than perform for, you know, for the, for, for the VIP people. Well, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be – wouldn't you agree with me on that? Or? I mean, my 
opinion, this is just mine, but um, you know, it's cool that you, you have the opportunity to perform for the VIPs and that, but really the people that are pay, you know, paying the bills and picking up the album are your fans. Right. And, and I think it would be much better to do one for them and it, it, honestly, if those celebrities wanted to you know, check it out, they'd, they'd come. That's how I kind of feel. That's how I feel about yeah. it as well. The option was put out there, but you know, I, it's one of those things that at the, at the end of the day, the people who support us is what is going to be our foundation for what we're doing. So obviously that's, that's the choice that we're going to make in the end. And I had brought this up with, with our agent um, as well when the option was put out there. But it's interesting to see these things to come, come across in the entertainment community where you have, these, you have these very important decisions that you can make and you make the wrong one. It can affect your entire career right now. You know, it's really kind of ta- tactical and, and interesting. But I think, I think what we're, the path we're going to continue down is pleasing everybody who called, like, people like that called in earlier, keep pleasing the fans and pleasing the people that we're, you know, that we're working for. So... Yeah. Really, really, it's a job. And if anyone's thinking about getting into this field, you know, you're 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 taking on a you're taking on a job. It's a you're there's a lot of uh, ins and outs of realizing that you're providing a product for these for people, and without them, you literally are nothing. And when you try to when you try to um, impress celebrities or you try to impress other people around you, those people don't care about you anyway. You know, yeah. they're they're going to have their opinions of you. They're not. They're not going to. Most of the time, they're not going to support what you're doing anyway. It's going to be the the grassroots thing. So it really is important. Um, oh God, I'm kind of getting preachy today. I don't know why, but that's, testify, uh, brother, testify. No, I, I, think, <laughs> I, I, I think you're right there. You know, it is a, a day job. You are selling a product in the end, and you know, if the product's not good or people aren't paying attention, they're not going to buy it. So it, it is. It's tough. And if they're not buying it, you're not getting paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardest thing. That's the that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, the the job is very fleeting. Yeah. Right. And that's what that's kind of what I, what I wanted to get across in this interview too. Anybody who's listening right now, any of your guys' fans or your followers or your listeners, I want to earn your purchase of on iTunes. I want to earn your purchase on Google Play. Earn earn your 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 uh, your respect by making quality music. And, and not just try to take from you, but I'm giving back something as well. I want to earn that, earn that fan uh, mutual respect from them. And can, you know, that's, that's the whole point of this is, is essentially what, I, what I'm getting at here. So um, that's, that kind of dictates my life day to day. That's really how my, my worldview, how I look at things is, is, through, the, is through that lens. No, no, no that, that's great. So my last or one of my like, like, like since we're 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 getting about forty five minutes, uh, we got about fifteen minutes left in the show. Yeah. One of my last questions is: so, ten years from now, you're still doing this. You're huge gold medals or gold record selling, you know, multi. No, let's go platinum if we're going to go multi platinum, everything. And they're like, Steve Thunder Baby, what is the date <laughs> you want to? perform and anywhere you want in the world where is the moon the, the one place <laughs> where, where's, your, where's your dream venue right you know my well my first not to change it my first radio interview i hopefully hopefully we get dungeon crawlers on there big boy that's what i'm talking you know yeah we could, we could launch I, I heard it's kind of i heard other people are doing it they they launch uh, major things on dungeon crawlers i you know maybe we could keep that keep that uh keep that going um, but you know, as far as venue, this, this might sound kind of cheesy, but I'd like to have just a packed house 
with my closest friends and fans of everyone who was there from the beginning. I really don't, you know, that's, that's kind of what I'd, what I'd really like to see, just a lot of familiar faces and, um, you know, just, just a place where, you, where I could go and, and shake someone's hand, someone that I've known for years and who's, who supported me from the beginning. That's the kind of place I'd want to be, you know? Nice. All right. So, so like everyone that. out there listening now, go to iTunes and pick up Nerd Life. You're not going to regret it at all. Hey, it is a good listen. It, it is. It's a good listen. And then stay tuned for Nerdonomics, which is coming out, it looks like, r- roughly September of this year? Right, towards the end of the year. We'll nice. definitely have updates for it. So uh, oh, check that's out. Almost, that's around the same time as Flagoon's birthday. Cough, cough. Oh, cough, are, cough. Are, are you getting, trying um, to throw out a hint you there? Know, maybe maybe a, a birthday present, perhaps. Oh, oh yeah. I, no, I, <laughs> I, 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 I was thinking you were getting what oh, Firebird oh. had earlier. No, see, you should just have, like, one word you say in one of the songs as your birthday present. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just doing his thing, and you just say, you know, and like Prolo or something other. Ragamuffin? You're going to go Ragamuffin. ragamuffin. We, we, do, we do like to blame somebody on every album for something. So oh, you can blame we... me for something. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Lord Lagoon. There Lord, we go. Lord knows my wife does. <laughs> it's about time that you get blamed for something other than, you know, blaming me. Well... You know, funny you say that, because I just got bombarded with a bunch of messages because we lost Firebird, and everyone's saying, Chris the Intern strikes again. Yep. I, my uh. phone did it like four times on the <laughs> Facebook page. Everyone is saying, started. Chris the Intern strikes again. <laughs> Ru- ruining my interview, of course. My- yes, there you go. See? You are now infamous for ruining Steve Thunder Tibbs' interview. Wow. Uh, ruined my career. Thank yeah. you. There well, it is. Let's do what I can, right? All right. <laughs> so, where besides iTunes, where else can they pick up uh, Nerd Life? It's it's at over 150 retailers. Oh wow! So, yeah, you type you type it in, you can pretty much anyone can find it out there. You should be able to if you type in Stephen Tibbs in anything that you, any type of computer uh, music website, you're gonna find it. Um, it's with a V. You know, I'm pretty sure you know people could figure that thing out. Yeah. I, sometimes people go overboard with it and have all these links and stuff like that. It's not that complicated. You just type in Stephen Tibbs. You got it. You know, you, you buy it for I think it's like five bucks. It's not much. It's as much no. as a hamburger. You know. Yeah. So it's not much. So. And that's actually a good price for an album. I mean, granted, you know, like you said, it's a smaller album, but that's still a good price. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Yep, and then take a listen to it. You'll love it, and then pick up Nerdonomics in September because you're going to want to. Plain and simple. So, you know, thanks for coming on tonight. Anything else you want to plug before we let you go? You know, I'm I'm probably missing. I'm playing a bunch of phone calls for stuff I missed, but, you know, really, I'd like to plug you guys and just say thank you for having me again, and I'm humbled, and, you know, I'm I'm glad. I hope to come back soon and talk about future projects, and really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. I listen to your guys' show all the time, and, you know, I'm a big fan as well, so just thank you. Just really, that's all I can really say is really appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, I I think we'd really love to have you come back around September, especially when uh, Nerdonomics, or even before that, you know, before you launch it, and then we could have some fun talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. Know? You get know, another, and get another song played by uh, yeah. Stephen Thundertip. Well, yeah. well, technically, we have a verbal contract to to blast somebody on the album right now. I'd consider that a verbal. All right. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, blast okay. me. Go ahead. You you get the you get blasted. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting blasted, big boy. You know, it, you could even say his head gets chopped off. You know, he'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> Because he wants Morgan Freeman and, just to yeah. say, 
Flagoon, you yes, have died. That is that's yeah. my that's my uh, that's my goal to have uh, Morgan Freeman narrate my death. Yes. Well, you know, we we always could have the the imposter Morgan Freeman. There's a guy on Craig Ferguson, the uh, the skeleton. What's his? I forgot his name. Geoff Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff could def, He might be be able to contract on the album to to kill you off. Hey, there you go. I, I, I'll do that. I'll I'll uh, just as long as it sounds like like amazing like that. Like if if it's if it's if, like if it sounds if they sound like either Morgan Freeman or Steve Fry. All right. Those those two people, I have absolutely no problem with them talking about me dying in a horrible okay. way. All right. All right. Well, thanks for, again for coming on the show, and yeah, uh, we will be in touch. We'd love to have you back, and uh, uh, yeah, we'll bring you back around August, September again. All right, Brolo. All what right. About? Brolo. All right. Have a good one. We'll catch you later. See ya. All right, Stephen Thunderton. Wow, that is that's two for two. Two awesome interviews. Yes. Back to back. Yes, so I'm gonna... I get blamed for things, dude. Curse that's what happens are. when you are the intern. Yeah, the the episode of this of the of the, the 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 name of this episode is going to be "Damn It, Chris" in all caps with a lot of exclamation points. Or no, it's movies, music, and Brolo. Yeah, mo- movies, music, and Brolo. Yeah, that, that's what the official title is. Movies, music, and Brolo. Yeah. All right. So. Or damn it, Chris. <clears throat> that's the subtitle. Well, it's it's kind of like how like uh, the Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle had two different names. Yeah, you know for for their for their next episodes. That's what it is. It's like this this episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is called Movies, Music, and Barolo. Awesome. Or damn it, Chris. <laughs> All right, I am trying to get Firebird back. I do not know what's going on, but we're gonna jump in because we've we literally have like ten minutes. Gen- gamer so I'm only gonna go over. We're gonna try to do both of them. But right now we're gonna we're gonna jump into this. Uh, this is from he who must remain unspoken, uh, gentlemen and Firebird. I ask that I remain. Uh, I, I'm guessing he's supposed to be Re- saying anonymous. Namely. Uh, remain anonymous, namely because I do not want my group to know what I plan to do. I was wondering if this will be possible since my character is able to cast create water. Can I use it to effectively waterboard someone? Like tie them to a chair. And if they won't talk, create water in their mouth. If I'm level 20, 40 gallons would be horrible. Or we capture a demon, I do this waterboard thing, and he still won't talk, so I purify the water and just waterboard him with the spell. Do you guys think this is a viable option? Obviously, I should be evil if I do this, or desperate for info to save the world. Let me know your thoughts. This Uh, is the most devious use I've ever heard of this spell. That's almost as devious as using detect magic to find an invisible person. Yes. And so you can't do that, folks. I would have to say that if you have line of sight to the inside of the mouth, then yes. Yeah. Otherwise, you would just be creating a bubble of water in their he- around their head. Well, even creating a bubble of water around their head is pretty vicious. It would be vicious, but the problem is, is there's not going to be anything to keep that bubble aloft, so That's it's just going to splash down. Yeah. It's just going to get them wet. Now, if they're in the waterboard position, which as is they're strapped to a board mm-hmm. in an inclined position and their mouth is open, then, yeah, some of that water is going to stay in their mouth and they're going to think that they're drowning. Wow. I, I see it, that this it, could be done. It's not really good that I know how to waterboard <laughs> people. 
Well, you do have some experience uh, in the, some The way. government didn't actually teach me this. I learned it from watching CNN, so <laughs> I blame them. All right. Well, CNN. there's several other uh, TV series out there that kind of teach you the same thing. So um, I do think you have that point. You have to be able to see into the mouth. So they, someone's got to be there to either open it, hit their mouth, or hold some sort of restraint mechanism. A demon's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, because like what you could also strong. do, which you don't even need to look into the, you don't need to see there. Instead, you take, which is actually what they do with waterboarding, you take a cloth and you put it around their face loosely, and then you conjure the water onto the cloth. Ooh, that's a good idea. And that's that's actually what creates the uh, the uh, feel of. So you kind of put of the cloth so it keeps the mouth open a little bit. But it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be open? It can be closed. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, this is creepy. That I, that I know so much about waterboarding? Yes. So, uh, what can I say? All I, I can say is, yes, uh, I think this could work. Uh, it's, it's horrible and devious? Uh, yeah. Uh, as far as, uh, is it evil? Yes. Yeah, it is definitely an you evil act. You are willingly and knowingly doing something. Even if you are desperate for info, this will change your alignment. Yes. Yeah, unless you're already evil, this will change your alignment. I don't. If you're neutral, if you're good, this act alone. So I'm just going to call him Voldemort since his uh, name is he, he, he's, <laughs> he who must remain unspoken. Yes. So Voldemort, um, if you're out there, yeah, yes, you can waterboard be done. people. And if you actually are Voldemort, I'm surprised you haven't already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At least the, five times. This works a lot better. And no, even if you're desperate, this will change your alignment. Yeah. Unless you're already evil. Um, uh, yeah. We have uh, enough time we can jump to the next one. Let's do that. From Joseph. Hey, quick question. If a character is 10 feet from an enemy wielding a reach weapon, does moving 5 feet closer into their threat area provoke an attack of opportunity? The answer is yes. Yes. As long as you enter their threat range, that's an attack of opportunity. Unless, well, no, it does, yeah. Because normally you can only move 5 feet if you're in their threat range. Correct. You know this more than I do. Yeah. So if you're in their threat range, you can only move five feet out of that without provoking an attack of opportunity. But if you're moving into that threat range, it does provoke an attack of opportunity. So um, yeah, it does. Yes. Unless Joe, the amazing, magnificent, contradicts me, um, this is how I've always understood the rule uh, with attacks of opportunity. As long as you enter their threat range, it's an automatic attack of opportunity. No, let's say if you're sneaking up behind them. Well, see... Well, if you're, well, if you're doing a sneak, then that, that, that goes under its own rules of sneak. Correct. Unless they have the ability to be able to sense or see behind them, it, that doesn't provoke it. Okay. As long as you're within their visual range or their perception range, yes, it does. So, And sneaking is definitely something different. So... Um, Joseph, I think that's simply the answer. Unless anyone else has something different to say. Chris? Nope. Uh, Lagoon? Uh, I'm good. All right. Well, I, well, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll, we'll get, you know, when, when, uh, when we get this over to Joe, when he's to, no longer inebriated or when he can get his lower job back to work. When he does his hands like, hello, folks, I'm here to do the show. When he's not drugged. Yeah. So um, with that, Joe will uh, make the post on this, even though he isn't here. Uh, yep, Joe, you're still expected to do your job. Um, he, he'll make a post. I'm sure he'll throw in his two cents and his his little his, his, his lovely flavor. Little additives to this. So 
for those of you out there, check out next week's show. We will have the amazing Carrie Vaughn in talking about her new book, um, as well as the Epic Showdown, Gamer Forge, all that. that so jam. what is what is next week's Epic uh, Epic Showdown? Who who are the who are the uh, the combatants? Constantine versus Dresden. Hey, hey, hey I was going to present that. Oh, it was my idea. It, it was your idea. That, ah. that's, but well, that's what you get for being in a cave. You're, you're supposed to be here so that you can argue it. Yeah. So, so, so good thing we weren't here doing it tonight. So we'll do it next week. Okay. So R2-D2 did win the Epic Showdown. Hooray for R2. Uh, we'll see who wins next week's Epic Showdown. And we'll, as always, continue to email in your GamerForge questions to info at DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. We will continue to bring amazing shows like this. Thank you to uh, the guys at Aerostorm. Aerostorm, right? Enter yeah. Aerostorm, Aerostorm Entertainment uh, to talk about their new series, Mythica. Uh, great guys. Check out their Facebook page. Check out what they're doing. Watch as, all their movies at least 20 times. Yes. If you have Netflix, go out. Check them out. Yeah. And as well as, uh, check out Stephen Tibbs. Great music. Very entertaining. And, you know, we're, we're all geeks at heart, whether we like sports, whether we like D&D, video games, whatever. You, there is some flavor of geek. Uh, a, a, a very wise geek once said that being a geek isn't about what you like. It's about how you like what you like. Yes. So nice. think about that way. Yes. And MB Design Studios. You want to go? Go uh, for it. Sure, I guess I'll do this since there's only the two of us. Need a cool design for your website or store? NB Design has got your back. Not only can they deliver you an amazing logo or graphic design that suits your needs, they make the process as painless as possible. Check out their Facebook page, NB Design Studios, and get started on your new logo design today. All right. So, with that said, we are. Closing yes, show number two. Number two for 2014. Um, sorry. The apocalypse has yet to happen. It's a bag. You know, uh, uh, apologize again for the beginning of the show. No intro. Us maybe, just jumping maybe in. Maybe one day. But we, ha- we, we, will we have. believe we have figured out the, sol- the problem. Yeah, we just have to threaten yeah. violence towards somebody. Well, I mean, we've been able to play songs, so yes. the studio seems to be working now. All right. Uh, we've been able to get some calls this evening as well. Thank you to all of our callers. Uh, Thank yes. you to uh, yes. Epic Puzzles and Games, located in West Valley City, and also in uh, Lehigh. Yeah. Uh, check them out for all of your uh, gaming and uh, um, Magic uh, the Gathering needs. Yes. And, and even and thank you to those people that blamed me. Yep. I, I yep. don't yep. really blame you. I blame Flagoon. All right. And for <laughs> anyone else out there that's in the Salt Lake Valley area, check out uh, the FanX event tomorrow night at the Leonardo, you yourself can meet George Decay and get an autograph and a picture with him. No, you can't take pictures while you're in the line. They will confiscate your camera, probably. But you can take a picture at the de- booth with him. So, uh, with that said, check it out. It'll be a great event. And uh, we're out of here. Snakes. Why'd it have to be snakes? Okay. Lost <laughs> Ark. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I got that one. Okay. Awesome. All right. right. Catch you next week. Um, It's so weird not having Joe so I can get more from your game. I know. It feels kind of empty. All right. Well, we'll catch you next week. 
Uh, yeah. Good night, world. Good night, Salt Lake City. And uh, get more from your games. I'll say it. It doesn't. It's not the same. It doesn't it sound. It doesn't same. sound the same at all. All right. Catch you next week. Bye.